In living a life of the Holy Spirit, we have to contend with three things. The world, the flesh, and the devil. These are classic ways we can understand how we're called to each day be strong in Christ and resist temptation. And the Catechism speaks often about these. We can apply these to the three kinds of unfruitful soil today as well and learn from them. These enemies of the world, the flesh, and the devil. The devil is first, which is the one who, like the bird, steals away the word of God that's sown on the heart. We have to remember that the enemy has strategies and plans to throw against us, and we have to be vigilant and mindful of them and understand what God's ways are versus what the devil's ways are. We also have to remember that the enemy will entice us and allure us with thoughts, with imaginings, will bring up memories. He can provoke us in different ways in the spirit and even in our minds. And those things are not necessarily sin. Sometimes people get very, very bent out of shape because something arises in their memory or they have evil thoughts. And we have to remember that the enemy does those things. And as long as we don't consent to them, as long as we don't give in to them or, or follow them, we have not sinned. Well, we have to be vigilant and remember that, yes, he does try and pluck away everything good that falls onto the soil. Next to the seed sown on rocky ground, this is the one who falls away because of persecution or tribulation. This would be the world, the enemy of the world. The world, meaning the world that's fallen and opposed to God's kingdom, is always trying to convince us to live a life that's forgetful of God. Live a life where we are maybe honored or praised because of what we do in the world or who we are, but it's really not for God's honor. It's for a kind of worldly vanity, a kind of uh, superficial sheen, a great pressure to go along with the mainstream, to do what everyone else is doing, and not to be marginalized for our faith. We have to contend against this sense of being worldly and doing what other people want, because if we do that, it means we'll only have roots that go down very shallow. We want to have deep roots sunken into the deep waters of the Spirit that will sustain us even when the entire world is against us. As hot as the sun was yesterday, if those plants have deep roots, they will survive and they will thrive. Finally, there is the enemy of the devil, the world, and then of the flesh. These are like those seeds sown among the thorns that are choked by the lure of riches and all kinds of anxiousness. If the last one was about threats from outside, this is more threats from inside. That because of the war between our spirit and our flesh, our own very bodies want to have pleasures and comforts. We want to take the easy routes. We want to have many, many things that are delightful and pleasurable. But we then grow insensitive to God's word. And those things will eventually choke us, and they will bear no fruit, even though at the time they are so enticing. And they seem to come from our very selves, our very own desires and pinings. What we can do each morning when we wake up to 
contend against these and to be rich soil is to remember, right upon waking, that you are in a spiritual battle. Not out of a sense of fear or doom, but just out of a sense of healthy, robust reality. The worst thing that can happen to you in combat is to not realize you're in combat, that the enemy is right over the hill and you have no idea. Every morning when we wake up, we should remember the world, the flesh, and the devil want to destroy the seed of eternal life that's been given to me, and I will resist courageously. I will live for you, Jesus. Give me the grace today to fight. Help me to teach other people to fight. And let me never give in to the world, the flesh, the devil. Let me bear fruit for you.